Hello friends! Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful that you are here. And I want to take just a second to recognize my sisters that I know are listening from some other countries because I know I see this podcast on your charts. Croatia, Namibia, South Africa, Jamaica. Welcome to all of you. And so I know that some holidays are different in other countries. I just want to take a minute and recognize that today I'm going to be talking about the U.S. holiday of Valentine's Day. There's a lot of debate. Is it commercialized? Is it being overly dramatic? Or is it actually a good holiday that we can celebrate with our spouses and with our families? But wherever you find yourself, the tips that I'm going to give today, I believe, are both for your mindset and practical action, and they can really be applied in any situation. In the United States, we also have the Super Bowl happening this week. And so even if it's an event like that, you can take what I'm going to share today and apply it to whatever situation it fits you. So welcome. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite drink and let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to Intimacy After Infidelity. Do you find yourself Googling, can a marriage survive infidelity? Or what's the first step to divorce? Do you wake up full of hope only to end the day with more shame when there's another stupid argument again? Hey, I'm Christina Joy, forgiven daughter of Jesus. I too felt the shame of infidelity and wished someone had a roadmap for how to get out of the mess so I could experience freedom kept telling myself I just needed to try harder to end the affair and fix my marriage until I found I needed Jesus to heal some deep wounds in my heart. Through prayer, lots of research, and developing new healthy habits, I was able to find healing to shed my shame once and for all. Now I'm excited to share everything I've learned with you. So find your safe space and pop in that earbud. Let's rebuild your life and marriage better than it's ever been. Hey sister, have you found yourself asking, how can I get in touch with Christina? It's cool. She does the podcast. She shares lots of awesome things, but how can I talk with her about my specific question? Maybe my husband has a specific situation or my affair was a, feels like such a unique kind. How can I get Christina's ears on that and get her opinion? Well, friend, there's a couple ways. One of them being to join our Facebook group. We ask questions, we are community, we are a safe place. Lots of good things going on in the Facebook group that I have linked in the notes. But the other way is that I am doing coffee chats on Zoom for you for free. My heart is to connect with you, to help you feel seen and heard and loved. And so I provide this time. I'm not charging for it. It's free. I just want to be available to you. I want to provide a safe space where you know someone is willing to hear you and listen and encourage you and give you the next right step for your situation. So get a hold of me on social media or email and I will get you the time for this week and the Zoom link. Okay, so let's dive in. This week at the time of recording is Valentine's Day. And I know because I've heard from some of you that there are some mixed feelings around Valentine's Day. 
Some of you will love it. And it's a time of joyful celebration with your husband and even with your family if you have kids at home. But I know that for some of you, it is almost a dreaded day. It's a day of love where couples are celebrating. But what if I'm still sitting in the hurt, sitting in the yuck? And I struggled with this. Let's be honest and call it what it is. The years, plural years, that I was struggling with my affair, how was I supposed to have Valentine's Day say I love you to my husband when I knew that I was doing him wrong? So I have learned a few things over the years and I want to share those with you. What am I doing this year? whether or not the emotions, the butterflies, the warm, fuzzy feelings, whether or not that is still there, how can I still honor my husband and honor the Lord most importantly? How can I honor the Lord with this day by loving the people that I'm around? So I have three things for you today. How am I doing Valentine's Day differently post-affair? First of all, I will remain committed to truth, absolute truth. And what that means, yes, speaking truth, yes, living with integrity, but even something like the sappy Facebook post, you know, you get on social media that day and it's the couples and, oh, I love you. And, oh, my husband is the most hardworking man on the planet and I love him and respect him and our house is just rainbows and butterflies. Well, (laughs) if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And friend, can I just give you, this is your permission slip. You're allowed to stay off of social media for the whole day or make it two days because you know, sometimes the posts come up on the next day. If you don't want to see that, if that is not beneficial to you, then just stay off of social media. Take a break for that day, and that's okay. But when I say that I'm going to remain committed to the truth, that is, I will not say anything. I do not feel pressure to say anything just because everybody else is doing it. Now, if you would love to declare your love for your husband and and you really do have some things that you want to announce to the world, by all means, absolutely go do that. But like I said, for me, I needed to check, am I living in truth, even with something like a Facebook post? Okay, number two, communicate your expectations. Friend, I think this is what all women are guilty of at one time or another, of playing the guessing game, the mind reading game, the manipulation game, uh, just the game around, is my husband going to get it right? Well, here's the deal. If you don't communicate to him what you're expecting, he'll never know. They just need to know what do you expect. So do you want a super fancy dinner? Tell him that. Do you want a dinner out or a dinner at home or a fast food dinner? Tell him that. Do you want a gift like a new necklace or a gift like flowers or, you know, a teddy bear and chocolate? Tell him, hey, honey, you know, I think it would be super awesome if you could find it a way to get me a gift this year that says that you love me. 
that would help me feel like you love me. That would help communicate to me that you are attracted to me. Okay, tell him that. Now he knows and now he can do it. But also, if you genuinely don't want anything, tell him that too. Honey, you know, don't worry about the flowers this year. You know, sweetheart, let's have dinner at home. I'm not worried about going out to the big fancy restaurant. Communicate those things to him so that he knows what you want and then so that it is spoken and you have been able to communicate your needs and your wants. It's all back to that communication and the expectations. Ask him, by the way, is there anything that he wants as well? Remember, this is two-sided, not just about you, but ask what he wants and how you can love him that day. All right, and number three, ask yourself the question, how can you, how can you choose to show love? If you hang around me long enough, you know that I don't often let the conversation focus on your husband or your spouse and what is going on in their life. Most often, I quickly redirect the conversation back to you. And there's a phrase I like to use that says, stay in your circle. Your husband is in a circle, you are in a circle, and you can only change you. You can only work on you. You can only pray to the Lord, you know, to fix your heart. Now, obviously, we can pray for our husbands, but you are responsible for your choices, your emotions, your thoughts, your actions. So stay in your circle. Now, when we think about love and all of this, we often think of 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient and love is kind. If you're like me and you grew up in church and you've heard these verses a thousand times, it's easy to roll your eyes and say, yeah, yeah, I know. Love is patient. Love is kind. But Stop and think about that. Even just those first two, love is patient and kind. How are you doing with those things? So also let me remind you, love, according to scripture, is not just a feeling. It's an action. What are you doing? Okay, but again, post-affair, I have some emotions that are... (sighs) I can't put into words. (laughs) I'm just not feeling it. And how can I force myself. Like you just said with the Facebook post, Christina, you said, don't do it. If you don't feel like it, if it's not true. Okay. Yes. I'm glad you're thinking you're aware of your thoughts now. So how can you choose to do something that maybe you don't want to do? Well, first of all, understand that a thought produces an emotion. That's key. A thought produces an emotion, and that emotion will lead to an action. All right, here's an example. If you are always thinking to yourself, well, dates are awkward, and dates can be expensive, and I just, I know I'm not going to have any fun. Well, that's your thought. You might start to feel skeptical, or anxious, or even miserable, And so if you force yourself to go on that date in that mindset, your brain will be looking for hard evidence that that date is miserable and awkward and just not worth it. See how that works? Your thinking turns into your emotion 
and then that follows you into that action. But stay with me here. Let's flip it. What if you start with identifying the action that you want? Okay, I I do. I want to go on a date. That's the thing I want to do. Now, how do you want to feel about that? Well, I want to enjoy it. I, I want to feel excited, maybe playful. I want to feel loving, maybe even intimate. Okay, if you want to feel those things, then ask yourself, what thought do I need to have in order to feel that way? Because I can tell you, if you're thinking it's going to be awkward and this is going to be bad, that is not going to produce feelings of confidence and excitement. But if you start thinking about, well, it'll be great. I have a night without the kids because we're going to get a babysitter. And while there might be the possibility of us reconnecting, maybe we will have even the slightest little spark where we can reconnect and that would be awesome. And if you start thinking about how you can control the amount of love that you show, remember, stay in your circle. Your choices are up to you. The amount of love that you choose to show. If those are the things that you're thinking those will lead you to more positive feelings that will prompt you back into more positive action. So just a reminder, this can work in any situation. Here's the key. A thought produces an emotion, which produces an action. So if you are doing something, if there's an action that feels off or uncomfortable or awkward or or bad, just any sort of thing that doesn't feel right, Go back and ask, what have I been thinking about? And if you don't like your current situation, whatever you are doing doesn't feel right, ask, okay, what is it that I want to feel? What is it that I want to do? And then what is it that I want to feel? So what thought do I need to have in order to make that happen? And as always, sister, I hope you hear my heart on this. Saturate that with scripture. I'm not saying to just pull these thoughts out of thin air and, oh, if I just think it, then it'll happen. No, saturate them with scripture. Pray fervently over the situation. The Lord is the one who can change our situation. The Lord works in our hearts. The Lord gives us desires. And scripture says over and over again, take your thoughts captive be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So pay attention to your thoughts and you will see how that plays out in your life. Friend, I would love to hear how this has changed your thinking or how it has maybe changed a feeling or how it's maybe changed your plans for the week. What are you going to do now? Come over in the Facebook group and tell me what is it that has stuck out to you from this episode. I would love to hear from you. Hey mama, I hope today's episode encouraged your heart. If you need to talk about this some more, would you send me a message at christinajoycoaching.com? Also, please take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It thrills my heart to know this podcast is helping you heal your heart so you can shed the shame of your affair. I am cheering for you and I can't wait to hear your story. I'll meet you back here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for another episode. As always, 
be clothed with strength and dignity and laugh without fear of the future.